All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of most ages. I have to correct that. So, welcome to the Ed Namrock podcast. Available on Spotify, available on Apple Podcasts, available on Anchor FM, available on YouTube, available on Facebook, available at your mom's house. Anyway, today I'm gonna get right. I'm gonna get right to it because I read this and wanted to read it on the podcast and offer my personal advice, whether or not this person is gonna hear it or not. But I'm going to send them the link. But this one was kind of deep, and I wanted to offer not only my two cents, but also my experience, my personal experience as well. So let me get right to it. There is a column, a subreddit on reddit.com. It's r forward slash advice. And one of the submissions. Uh, let me read it. It's going to, it's going to remain you, uh, unanimous, anonymous, but it's titled events from my childhood have caused me to not be able to function properly as an adult. <sighs> Sorry for the snort. Let me take a sip of water real quick so I can read this. Cause this is deep. It's deeper than check this out. So it reads, it's taking me five beers, a few shots of vodka, and a lot of self-hate to be able to say this, I was severely bullied as a child. You may say, oh, everyone was. No, this is different. It goes on to say, I've been pushed in front of a moving cement truck lit on fire, stabbed, tased, and beaten, and never seemed to be able to get help on mat no matter where I turned. At home, I was put in my neighbor's closet and raped at six years old, multiple times by the same sex. I was completely isolated. Anything you can think of was done to me. Anything you couldn't think of was done to me. Ever been stapled in the eyelid? Ever had an entire school force you to become isolated by bullying anybody who talked to you to the point that they stopped? Fuck. Anything that came out of my mouth was instantly used against me. I hate this explanation because if I stated every horrible thing that's happened to me, the list would be endless. But dumbing it down and generalizing like this just doesn't portray what I really went through. Years later, as an adult, I've never been able to function like I want to. I'm terrified of people. I can't trust anyone. I'm absolutely horrible in social situations to the point where it's just fucking creepy and pathetic. I'm so self-conscious to the point where I stop my sentences halfway through because people might think I'm blatantly retarded. R word. 
I can't help but mumble most of the time. I swear I would love to stand up straight and talk loud. Everything in my fucking body stops me. I don't have a clue as to social norms because I'm 120% terrified being around people. I always fall back in groups. I fucking hate it. I'm always the one being stepped on. I've tried the bullshit. People say like, oh, just look at yourself in the eye in the mirror and say you love yourself. Fuck you. I've been doing it for years. I've actually gotten great at saying it. But the moment I'm around people, that voice I have goes away. It's affected every job I've had, and I've lost a job recently due to bad people skills. I've never been in any kind of relationship. I I feel absolutely no attraction to anyone. And the thought of being with someone of any gender makes me feel fucking sick to my stomach. I hate being this guy. I'm the creepy weirdo just because my past fucked me up. I didn't ask for shit for this shit to happen. I've been going to therapy for years. Good for you, by the way. Yet not once ever been able to bring up anything I've said here. Every time I go there, I want to. And every time it's on the tip of my tongue, my brain shuts down and nothing comes out. I'm just wasting my fucking money. The best part, I've really only had one person who I've considered a friend in recent years until last year when he overdosed a few months before he turned 21. We were great friends. I mean, holy shit. Anyway, I've tried all the force yourself into social situations bullshit for years and nothing's ever fucking worked. Fuck me. I was cursed to be this way. It will never be able to be. I will never be able to live like a normal, normal person, no matter how much I want to. And believe me, I really want to. By this point, if I were being honest, I have this deep desire to just watch the fucking world burn. Fuck everyone. Fuck everything. I live with these fucking demons every day and they've paralyzed me from my from living my life. Wow, man. And apparently this guy or this person, I'm assuming it's male. Is completely sober. Um, I first and foremost, this is just my, my feedback, my input. And apparently this young, young man is 20 years old, still living with his parents, barely graduated high school. And his family was stuck caring for his dying grandmother and he was in and out of school constantly battling depression um he also clarified that for the stabbing incident his family was aware of that he was stabbed in the middle of his eighth grade class which haunts him remembering that the entire class was laughing at him when he screamed in pain. Now this is fucked up. Seriously. Look, no one. And I mean, no one should fucking endure this type of bullshit. 
I know probably what you're thinking. Well, he should defend himself. He should do this. He should do that. Bottom line is sometimes you don't have that luxury of having guts, having the balls to fucking stand up for yourself. Everyone thinks that that's something they're either you kind of have to be immersed in um, or taught early. But truth of the matter is, is being bullied is a tough, not only physical, but a psychological battle. And in this case, this young man in eighth grade got stabbed in the fucking chest. That could have easily killed him. And all these little fucking mocosos were laughing at him while he screamed in pain. He also gives up and uh, gives an update that he uh, he moved out of the area where he's at because he was able to work a job which was swing shift. He decided to go to school, so he's doing everything possible as an adult to kind of. I'm not going to say make make it go away in his head, but he's staying occupied at least is, is the least he can do. Cause let, let me, let me just share something with this guy and I hope maybe it gets to him. And I'm pretty sure because I, I didn't have an experience similar to this one, but my experience was close, very close except for the stabbing and the cement truck. All I can tell you, kiddo, is don't fucking give up. Yes, as an adult, it's very, very difficult to function. I know this for a fact. I know a lot of people have, but I'm giving my, my thoughts, my feedback from personal experience. I remember, I'm going to give you an example, being bullied. And um, I'm hoping you hear this. I was bullied probably from, it's all a blur, but if I remember correctly, it was 1989 till about 1994, roughly. No, 93. Uh, it fucking sucked. It sucked. And at one point I was being bullied so hard to the point where I didn't even want to go home because there was no one there for me to talk to. I was a huge latchkey kid. My mom had, was a single mom. She was working full time, round the clock. And I was an only child. Yes, given your circumstances are different, you had your whole family, apparently, is, is what I'm reading. But what ended up happening with me was I found an outlet. And that outlet was music. I talked about this in the previous podcast where that was pretty much my sanctuary along with video games. 
one thing I can remember, and I'm glad you're doing so well right now as an adult, uh, because you offered a couple updates on there, and I hope you continue to get better. But I'm at this point. Um, I just want to empathize and let you know that you are not alone. There's other people, tons of other people. I've seen some of the comment replies that I've gone through the same shit. Of course, not all of them have the luxury of having a podcast. And of course they contribute to you by typing the, typing all of this out in the comment section. But I was bullied for several years, but even before that I had to witness my mom as a young woman get beat several times. And it fucking sucked. That shit alone scars you for fucking life. Because I clearly remember the day, the night it happened, and I tried to actually hit my mom's ex-boyfriend because he was beating the shit out of her in the kitchen. And to this day, I trauma is a motherfucker, but you have to you have to face it. And you got to grab that fucking bull by the horn and just grab a hold of it. It's still a bull. You you don't want to kill it because it's a different type of bull. It's one that's going to float around forever. So you just got to ride it and make sure you tame it. That's the, probably the best metaphor I can think of. But you can't let this bull get crazy on you because it's just going to it's it, it'll be it'll be the end of you if you're not careful and i've i i know you listening uh, have had those moments as an adult because i have i have those to this day no one's perfect i'm 37 years old and i'm still trying to figure shit out i'm an idiot so but again i empathize with you i really do because that was my mom's ex-boyfriend that I had a witness. And then, then there was a, a second case of that. So I was going through all this shit at home, being bullied at home. Actually, me and my mom were being bullied, which was fucked up. And it was playing out domestic violence. And I endured a total of maybe, I want to say about 10 years straight, maybe even more. And that's not including the bully I endured, the bullying I endured at school was only temporary because once you did, you make a choice to retaliate just because you've had enough, that's when your attitude changes. And I remember a couple of people that have known me for years, they, they see the demeanor change in me and I'd, I have no idea how transparent it got because of my life experience. Your life experiences basically shape you. Your view of the world shapes you long-term. And along the way, you got to make adjustments and you have to, yeah, you have to basically fucking, like I said, grab that fucking wild ass bull by the horn and make it stop. But you're on, you're still on top of the bull. But I, you know, I know what it's like. I mean, with me, I was in junior high. No, I was, I was in elementary. Got bullied because of different attitudes, egos, 
mal assumptions, all this shit. But the one that sticks out of my hand, my mind the most is when I was in junior high, there was a kid in my PE class that w- was, was relentlessly picking on me because he thought I was a white boy. <laughs> Ironic, huh? And that was his main motivation to pick on me. And I knew he joined a, uh, a tagging crew and all this bullshit, but I wanted no, I didn't want no smoke, man, as a kid. I wanted none of that. And he wasn't that much. He was, he was smaller, but the kid looked like he's, he's been calloused a little bit and I'm not saying I wasn't, um, but my callous was a little bit different. My callous was due to domestic violence in the home. So I was used to seeing violence, but you know, not in the, not in this, not at this level. This was directed towards me. So when the bullying started, he did everything from sucker punching to kicking me in the balls to ripping my shirt. The only thing he never accomplished was trying to steal my backpack because he knew he knew he knew for a fact that I was just going to try to get it back the next day. Um, once I got into the mode of listening to music, discovering that outlet. Um, keyword here is outlet. The key thing here is an outlet. I'm not sure if this was the healthiest, but as a kid being bullied like that, <sighs> Master of Puppets from Metallica pretty much did it for me. So I come home one day and my right eye is purple. And I have my mom over there going, What the fuck is going on? And what, what? Who is it? And I didn't didn't want to say anything. I didn't want to snitch. And one day at school, I just got fed the fuck up. He hit me one time. I don't I don't remember exactly the sequence of events, but it was in the locker room. And we were I was changing my shirt um, to go outside and wait for the bell to ring so we can leave to the bus to the buses so we can go home. And um I had just gotten a brand new pair of shoes. I forgot which ones they were. And this motherfucker steps on my foot. So I wouldn't move on my brand new shoes and punches me in the ear. And I think what pissed me off more was the fact that he stepped on my brand new fucking shoes. (laughs) So at that point, my mom said, if you fuck, if you fuck up, I'm going to beat your ass when you get home. So you better not get in trouble at school. That idea, that concept went out the window immediately. As soon as that happened, I waited to come to, because when you get hit in the air, you lose your equilibrium for a second. And I basically went fucking Goldberg, big prime edge, fucking Roman reigns on his ass and speared the fuck out of his sternum. And once that happened, I didn't stop. I basically got on top. Uh, in MMA, it's called the top position, obviously. And you cinch in your legs so they won't move and you squeeze and you're just beating the fuck out of them. So you're basically ground, you're doing the ground and pound. And Perfect fucking timing. I'm doing that. All these, all these fucking instances that he's been doing and no one said shit. 
all of a sudden the one being bullied get, uh, retaliates and I get in trouble. So security immediately comes in here in the walkie talkies and everything. I get put in a fucking full Nelson, which I slipped out of and went up to him and kicked him in the, in the, in the midsection again. So I got one last kick before that, but that, that kick is what did it. That's what got me in trouble apparently. Um, because I was resisting quote unquote. And, um, got in trouble, got suspended, came back. I thought it was the end of it, but no, he sent two of his goons from his tagging crew to come and try to pick on me, which I have never even met. And I'm pretty sure one of them had a weapon on them. Um, at school and all they kept saying, how are you talking shit about me? I'm like, who the fuck are you? And baggy pants, you know, big shirts. They had something under there and I can clearly see they were holding it with a little handle. And, um, that's when one of my gangbanging buddies came in. Basically that type of bullying started where he defended me. And he basically extorted me to join the, try to join, to join the gang by having him back me up by saying, Hey, I backed you up with my calling card. Now you got to join it. And it's like, Nope. So then that type of bullying started, which is kind of ridiculous. So, uh, so it became a, it became a security concern at one point. So I, I empathize with this guy, with this guy here. Um, but once you get, you know, I, I hate to say that, but he did the right thing too. He moved out of the area, which which is what my mom did with me. And I'm not saying it's a clean slate, but at least you, you know, you back up a little bit. You give yourself space to kind of like gather your thoughts, gather yourself, and pretty much re- try to reinvent the wheel. So, um. That's my story, and I'm glad your story here is 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 great because he moved to uh, New Jersey. Um, but when um his parents were coming coming close to retirement, they were looking to move down to South Carolina within the next year or two. Um, but once he has a car payment, apparently that he, his goal is to be able to pay off so he can focus on school down in South Carolina. Uh, but he still feels a little bit left behind in life. Uh, but he says, he states that he's very much looking forward to cutting ties with that area, New Jersey and starting fresh. So he's got the right idea. You need to, you need to get the fuck out. Do whatever you can to get your car payment done with. Do whatever you can to to seek that outlet. And don't don't try your best not to repeat the same patterns that are going to lead you into those other fucking shenanigans that you were experiencing before. I mean, not the childhood ones, but the adult ones that you were naming. Um it's it's fucked up because there's a lot of people that said oh sometimes it doesn't it doesn't mean shit when it's coming from a stranger on the internet but that alone there especially any anyone 
I mean, and I'm, I'm just a whole different person. I mean, I mean, I managed to control that fucking bull that I was referring to metaphorically, but you know, th there's still those blemishes. You still got to fucking kind of maneuver around them and fuck man. I mean, and, and then I, I sit here and think like, fuck that would leave anyone feeling very fucked up, man. Very fucked up and very lost. Cause I remember when I was 19 uh, and I pretty much, you know, I was already a young developing adult. Uh, you know, the, the trauma just really kind of clouds your mind a lot. It's a callous bitch is what I like to call it. So, and our brains can fuck us the fuck over, man, big time. But there, there's an equal amount of, of hope to fucking heal yourself and grow. Cause the main thing is if you don't grow, you pretty much die. So, uh, fuck man. You know, the worst part is thinking about, fuck, you only get one childhood. I know everyone does. And you only get a couple of years as a teenager. You know, you talk, you talk about the shit you did as, as children. You did talk about the shit you did as, as a kid, as a teenager, and you're, you're reminisce about how great the fucking good times, man. But, uh, yeah, being robbed of, of a fucking childhood sucks, man. That's something, yeah, absolutely. You can't get back, especially with, with shit like this. And that includes like, you know, young kids going to jail for something really horrible that they did. Like I look at the, the kid that, um, that went to prison for the making, uh, making a murder case with, um, Steve Avery forgot the kid's name, but I was fucked up because I remember in one of those phone calls, he thought he was going to come back home to watch WrestleMania and he never came back home. He got, he got detained and eventually sentenced to prison and he's still there to this day. So, but, um, yeah, that's some deep shit I wanted to share because I saw it. I was like, fuck that. Um, I must've read it like three or four times and wanted to give my, my short story because I didn't want to make it too much about me, but I wanted to let this person know that this person's not alone. So, um, that's it. That's all I got for you guys. So, uh, Ed Namrock podcast available on Spotify, Apple podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor FM, Pocket Cast, Yaman's House, all that shit. Uh, we'll be doing another one soon. I hope everyone is having a great new year so far. And uh, other than that, I will see you later. Peace.